to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTIQ news and public affairs show, featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global. Live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Good evening, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Blooming Out, one of the longest-running radio programs dedicated to bringing you information and commentary on news, personalities, and life from an LGBTIQ perspective. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Justin Robertson. Uh, I'm Lucas Fisher. Ireland Meacham. Yay! Yay! The gang's back together. We're all together again. Like what, four times a year? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's busy. And speaking of, how's everybody doing? Not doing too good. No? We're on Lucas. I'm tired. Okay. Tired, Tired boy. Over here. I hear we you. Gotta, to, can we make calls? Can we talk to managers? I don't think life has a manager. <laughs> Some people might would maybe disagree with that. But uh, no. if anybody has any numbers, send them my way. <laughs> or make a call for me. There are definitely people to call, though, like your representatives. Oh. Yeah. And your state, uh, all that crap. And the little the, department. Who are the people that are controlling your life? Trying to give them a call. Ghostbusters? No, I need to call some people. You know, it's yeah. your civic duty. It is. It's my civic duty. We could get into that later. All right now, I'm sorry. I'm really cranky right now. But I'm happy to see you guys. Happy to see you too. You should come over. You can walk here in like five minutes. And I've got some, like, alcohol and cocktails and stuff I can, like, socially distance. I'm ready to socially, uh, wait. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> I need some, uh, liquid motivation. Is that what it is? You, you got any of that? We got coffee. Uh, I got a I don't have a, no more coffee. No more. <laughs> I have the other stuff, too. Just... Pick you up and wind you down. All right. I'll be there in a few minutes. Awesome. <laughs> I'll have a bottle of tequila waiting for you on the front stoop. Just so you guys know, listening out there on the air, we're not actually drinking on the, sh- on the show. Well, not alcohol. Not alcohol. So, yeah. Not that that hasn't happened before. I mean, uh, I wasn't supposed to admit that was I? When did it happen? Why was I invited? <laughs> a friend of mine brought over a bottle of wine. and Oh, yes. Yeah. That was like last year, year and a half ago. Something like no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> Hi, in your house. How you been? Good. I've been going to some protests. Um, I went to one last Wednesday, um, March, and... Uh, there was we all met in a park and there were some speakers first and then we marched to a different park um like three miles across brooklyn wow wow and it was like late at night it was like 9 10 p.m so you know we were like trying to wake up the neighborhood and stuff and it was really good um and then i went out on juneteenth and did a march and there was like some celebrations going on in different parks that um my friend and i went to and um i mean yeah, I mean, it's just, there, there's stuff going on every day, so I try to make it out as much as I can, but, you know, just, you know, as for 
here's one tip from one protester to any other protesters out there, you know, just take time to rest in between. It's important. And do your, you know, from home while you're resting and then go back out there when you can, you know. Hydrate. 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 Live on air. Did you get a new camera, Ireland? No. Did oh, you it's get like, a new hair? It's like high def. Did you oh, get a new hair? I'm just in a different room. Oh. Probably better lighting in here, that's why. That's why your hair looks lighter? Yeah, it's all the shook of the lighting. I didn't actually bleach it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just okay. like, they bleach their hair? <laughs> it's looking stylish. Oh, I dyed my hair too, actually. I don't know if you guys can tell. Really? Yeah, it's a faint red. Oh, nice. I can cool. tell now that you mentioned that. Yeah, but oh. it's pretty fancy. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh. It looks Yay. really good. Oh, now I feel left out. Anyway. Um, Justin, what's been going on with you? Oh, uh, you know, I've just been very, very busy at work. I, I, I wish I could say something more exciting, but the good thing is, is my oldest foster son has come home. Oh. I have missed the kids so much. Um, yeah. yeah. Empty nest syndrome hasn't been as fun as I thought it would be. I mean, it was really fun for a month or two, you know, where you can just like do whatever you want and dance to crazy music in your underwear and, you know, watch whatever you want on TV and <laughs> all that stuff. But then, yeah, I'm very happy that at least one of them has returned. No. Oh. That's great. You, can you build like a little compound where you are or like, you know, just house all everybody? And I don't really have enough room, but I have always had a compound wherever I have gone ever since I was a kid. And I have spent all of these years trying to run away from the commune. <laughs> and, and now you want it back. And now I've created my own. <laughs> <laughs> But see, that's that's a good thing, right? That's like you created your own, and now you get to define it and who you are in your you space. Know, one th this is the thing about cults. It's best if they are your own. Um, mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, if you're the leader <laughs> of the cult, that's the way to be a part of the cult. That's yeah. pretty much the only way. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only it's the only way I'm ever going to do it again. Uh, what, Justin? <laughs> were you in a cult? I grew up as a hippie. Um, yeah, so I was in sort of cults of certain kinds, but no, they weren't religious cults. Uh, oh. My my friends and I from that era do refer to them as such, but we're being rather facetious. And uh, oh. it wasn't we had a good. Upbringing. It wasn't that bad. No, right. it wasn't that bad. But it was communal living, um, you know, and that was very interesting. Yeah. Oh. So I think it's, it's always stuck with me, and I, I seem to always want that. I always have tons of people living with me. So it was very weird this past year to live alone. I, I just really hadn't done that before. Aww. But yeah, now one, now one of the boys is back. I need to get the other two. <laughs> you <laughs> have to and start. Gotta, you got to start thinking like a cult, a cult leader, mm -hmm. right? Right. Branch Justinians. How's that? I, I like it. I yeah. like it. I'll run it by them. <laughs> Who could resist Ranch Justinian? And you're all welcome. 
You just have to do exactly what I say. Yeah, but that wouldn't be our cult, then. You're like, you gotta make yeah, your own you cult. You in on that secret, then. Yeah. You kind of shared the industry secret. <laughs> there. My Every- uncle was in a cult. He was in who? a cult. My uncle. Oh, really? Yeah, the Moonies. I don't know if you... Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. Some young man. Sold all his possessions and... Mm-hmm. Or, like, gave them to the... The uh, the person whose cult it was, uh, who like ended up making things, I guess, off the cult from everyone, just like giving him all their stuff. Uh-huh. And then he was like, it was like communal living. And then um, it was like the, the the cult that used to go and like hand out flowers to airports and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was his cult. And I guess like he was gonna have to marry some woman. Like they were gonna pair him off and like make him marry some woman. He was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then like. <laughs> <laughs> help or his family helped him get out of it. So but, he's out. Yeah. He's oh yeah. He didn't stay in it for very long. Yeah. The marriage will do that. Yeah. That was <laughs> Sorry. His marriage is cool. Dun, dun, dun. No, like, how are you? Like you know, arranged marriage. Yeah. Oh. How are you doing? What? How are you doing? Me? Yeah. Um, my. You know, my Aunt June passed away last week. And uh, oh, so great, great Aunt June. And she was like the last of her uh, generation. And that was, they, they were the generation, the family who kept everything and everyone together. And mm. um, her part, her house is one of the houses that we used to have the big family gatherings at and, and, and mm. holiday parties and stuff. And, um, and she'd been suffering from dementia for a while, so this is kind of a blessing. But um, but it's still you know it's still sad, and um, yeah, and we're still reeling. And you know this is what the fourth death in nine months of people who I was close to, and um, I'm over I'm over it. Um, <laughs> this yeah. can this can stop for a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe spread out. Um, maybe just stop for a little while. That would be cool if this year could stop sucking. That yeah. would be that would be okay. Yeah. Ugh. So and and grateful that that more people I know haven't passed and gotten sick and um I do know a few people who have recovered from COVID, thankfully. Um but yeah, it's just a just a horrid time and and um on the other end of that um i told you about the camera and uh i've been able to go out and take some photos and that's been really uh kind of a catharsis and um Mm. so i just keep doing that and you know we go on drives we had um this weekend we kind of had a family get together and that was uh, that was good. My brothers and and their families came to uh, camp in Crawfordsville, and then we went up and just kind of spent the day together. And that was lovely because the cousins got to see each other. That doesn't happen all the time, and especially not together. And I've got the other side of my family, and and I don't see them at all, unfortunately. Um, and she's got a whole bunch of cousins she hasn't really met. Um, on that side, <laughs> she's got like. A bazillion nieces and nephews, and and my sister in law is expecting. They 
they just uh, oh, wow. announced that. So, yeah. Wow. So, you know, it's not all bad. Um, um, but it's just heavy. It's just, there's just so much. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Did you just spill water down your front? Okay. Sorry. Cat missed her mouth um, drinking. I do that all the time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she feels. I'm pretty clumsy. It, it, it happens. The, the mouth moves around all the time. and You never know. So You never know where it's going. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, news has been kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. So that's been... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's been not terrible, terrible. Um, surprisingly good news. It's it's one extreme or the other, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, people are doing it. People are making things work. There's, um, there's all kinds of progress still happening. It's still Pride Month, you know, hanging on tenaciously uh, to that every little bit because everything's been canceled. Um, but there are still some online things going on. Um, oh, what was I going to say? That was just there. I had it in my head. There is, there's an event actually. Uh, it's a dual event and it's happening on the 27th. So that's what, Saturday? And it's the, uh, it's hosted by Indiana University LGBTQ Alumni Association. And they're having a queer trivia and pride dance party. Ooh. Right? It's so. Queer trivia. Queer trivia. Oh. It's in person? Trivial queer suit. What? It's in person or? Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's on. Oh. Uh, it's yeah. Zoom. So you have to register for the queer trivia in advance. And they'll send you a private link because they don't want it to be crashed by. Uh, Zoom yeah um but anyway if you if you go into facebook and search queer trivia uh and pride dance party it'll pop up and uh, it will give you all the deets um it's like i said the first part is going to be the the trivia and then after that they're going to have dj mad dog uh uh yeah over twitch they're going to have it so if you have to um if you have to get download Twitch and, and get that all set up, do it now in advance and then have your virtual dance party in your own home. Wow. So, yeah. Nice. Virtual dance party. Virtual dance party. I'll go. Yeah. And dance DJ alone. Mad Dog is, uh, she's accepting donations because, you know, we have to support folks because their normal venues are all shut down. Um, uh, directly to her PayPal. So uh, look online and or Venmo, and uh, and you can see where you can support her. And you know, I'm loving this. I'm loving that we're trying to figure out how to come together. Um, yeah, I think that that's really wonderful. It sounds like a lot of fun. I participated in a Bullwinkles, which was you know our gay bar that was here for thirty or forty years. They had an online dance, and it was really fun. Actually, did I talk about that before? I can't remember. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would recommend doing it if you're free. I'm also curious about the 
queer trivia. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I would fail at that. And I used to be I trivia person. Would because we're never taught much about it. Right. That's right. Why I, I think that there could be a lot there, but uh, who's educated in it? We should be. So I think, I, I think that, that that's a wonderful thing to start, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that would be... Um, we should keep doing that. I know they had, uh, they had a queer trivia. Uh, where was it? Um, oh, it was at the back door, and it was a few. Well, it was about. I guess it was last year, and I went with some friends, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, trivia, yay! I've always been an a trivia person, and uh, I found out I didn't know squat. I. You know, like, wow, there, it's just, there's so much depth there. Um, there's so much more to learn. And, and I think that, uh, I don't know, I mean, there's, there's so much new stuff coming out. But, you know, I'm looking at my kid and a lot of the other LGBT youth. And, uh, and they, they just don't have... Um, they need more access, I think, to history. Something that like draws the youth in, so that they're they're um, they understand where they came from, where the movement came from, right? Um, I don't know. Does anybody have any ideas on how to do that? Um, I like uh, podcasts and yeah, thoughtful things. I actually um, I listen to this podcast called maybe you've heard of it, My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched, I, I, did I say well, I watched that? That's stupid. <laughs> but, um, You'll be forgiven. They did an episode on Stonewall, which was actually just, it's just nice. People need very concise little bites of uh, history. Because yeah, uh-huh. re- researching is, uh-oh. Researching can be a challenge on your own. I don't know. Some people just, you know, aren't, aren't good at it. Slash... But also, there's so many people out here who are compiling all of the stories. And, yeah, I get surprised by the things I don't know. Well, remember we had Greg uh, Chafin on, and he's uh-huh. starting it in the schools, and that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, he's, uh, well, that, that got put on hold because of coronavirus. He was supposed to be going out to uh, – oh, I'm hearing that when we talk. There's, like, a background kind of voice. Uh, so I apologize for the listeners out there. Um, should scream at Zoom. Um, but yeah, he was he was supposed to be going to Europe and going to different places, and uh, and then in the United States, and following queer history, and then pres- putting it together as a presentation. Um, and I think that's put off till next year, but he's still doing it. So I'm excited. I am too. I'm excited by the way things are changing. In that, yeah, way. I really like podcasts too for learning mm-hmm. about cool history. They're just—I mean, it's just more fun to listen. I mean, a more fun way than trying to like read a book or like some article online or something. There's yeah. actually a really great lesser-known uh, podcast called "History Is Gay" that they talk about like um, I think historical figures that not a lot of people knew were gay or like queer or whatever, or just people who are famously historically gay um but it's a it's a really fun show it's just these two people who go over a topic every week 
Um, we should put that in the show notes. And the kids listen to the podcasts? Yeah. Cool. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, maybe I'm just, maybe I was just a nerd or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I listen to podcasts at work, but not everybody can do that. But, I mean, well, I also like, you know, YouTube videos and, you know, stuff like that. Right. But, like, a YouTube video on, on history. Would, would you watch YouTube video on queer history? Depends on the mood I'm in. So. Depends on the mood. Hmm. Wasn't that one, like, YouTube series John Green did that was, like, educational? The, the Crash Courses? Or? Yeah, Crash mm. Courses. I think they have, like, one on Stonewall and a few other. They actually have a bunch of American history ones. I actually watched a bunch of those this week about the Civil War, and oh. they were very useful. I, I love stuff like that, like Crash Course YouTube. Uh, yeah, John Green. That's just such a reliable uh, way to learn about something if you just don't, if you don't have a you know, good picture of it in your mind. If you don't know a lot about it. Drunk queer history. How's that? that? That that was popular. So <laughs> Oh yeah. And it was fun. Um and you know Is there is that a thing? What? The drunk queer history? Drunk history. No, no, we need to do it. Like oh, drunk they, queer okay, history. Okay. Yeah, yeah, see that could be its own show. Yeah. Oh, you know how cool that would be? People could tell their own like stories about their lives you know like and also do history like the the important things but you could also just have you know yeah well i was gonna try to uh who was i talking to wow if anybody's out there listening and you talk to me about it oh it was jada uh we're talking about doing a uh um living history for our elders you know uh just talking about their lives and and everything and and putting it together, uh, you know, and, and that would be part of the LGBT center, you know, having like a living library sort of thing um, where history is, is best told by the people who lived it. And um, I think that would be great. I should do that. Yeah. I've got the recording stuff. That sounds so, really cool and fun. Just go around distance, like, you know, 20 feet of mic cord out back all the way up to the street and just be like let's talk that'd be fun we should do that technology let's do that yeah i don't see why not oh that's a really cool idea that's great all right well that's the thing we need to do because i've been trying to think of something to do with the uh you know the lgbt center we shouldn't really be gathering yet um and uh because of all the stuff that has happened in the past few months um I've kind of put the uh, fundraising stuff on hold, but this wouldn't take any fundraising at all. And it can be, there can be lots of stuff that we can do that uh, is community oriented and um, uh, we'll eventually have a home. So, yay. Yay. And I'm sorry if there's a humming in the background. It's my old refrigerator. We're replacing it this week. It's, this thing is, 36 or seven years old and uh it actually heats the house so Uh um but there's a humming noise in the background and i'm apologizing for that too because 
technical difficulties. Melody. I Melody. can we have a studio? Can we just Melody. have a studio? What? You're forgetting we can fix all of this in post. Well, I don't know. Can you fix all the little people talking in the background and stuff? Sort of. <laughs> See? <laughs> sort of. Like, and you were just talking about not having a whole lot of time. Although well, here's what happened. Yeah, you can't hear it when we're talking. It's only when we're not talking. So. Okay. Well, it was there's your talking then. engineer factoid <laughs> of the day. Keep talking. We could get into the science of this, but... That's not no, 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 no. Yeah. Nope. Well, we I, I actually have my own show, but just kidding. Do you? No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, Lucas, this is uh, engineering, and um, I'm, I'm just a very boring, per- very boring person. Shut <laughs> up. That's the name of my show. Very boring. <laughs> actually, you might get a whole lot of listenership on that. Yeah, so. I think that's a pretty good name. Uh, and. I lost it. Oh, oh, I didn't want to talk about those. But she's going to make me talk about her. The J.K. Rowling thing. Oh, um, yeah, let's get into it. I want to be mad. Let's go. Oh. You know, Kat actually just watched, finished watching the whole series of Jake. Sorry, I'm getting stuff from my teen what? Honey, if it doesn't pertain to this... What? Sweet Jiminy Christmas. Sorry. Cat, we're doing a radio show. Not about White Collar, okay? I know that's really what you're into right now. Anyway, let's start over again. Um, I'm sorry. Welcome to Blooming Out, uh, where we're going to talk about what my team is watching on the sofa. Um, no, no, no. So, you know, everybody knows about J.K. Rowling and, and her turfiness. Um, and her what? Turfiness. She, oh, oh did I you not hear? <laughs> her what? I thought you said churchiness. You said turfiness. You know, the two kind of go hand in hand. The, the turfs are really, uh, uh, laying in bed there with the, uh, the church folk. Um, and... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, sorry, that was a bad visual. I just had it, and it was kind of making me ill. Um, but uh, J.K. Rowling has has retweeted and you know, backed up her comments about trans folk not being real. Um, and that's some stuff. But uh, she's got a new book that's supposed to be coming out. It's called The Ichabog. And uh, it's apparently a kid's book. And... Right now, they're they're working on it. They're doing the uh, the editing and, and whatnot to get it ready to publish. But there are folks at the publisher publishing house who uh, are refusing to work on it um, because of her comments. So, and not a whole lot, but there's still a tiny uh, amount of people who are who are protesting. And you know, for publishing house and people, you know, these publishing houses publish all kinds of stuff, right? But um, they've taken it on themselves to say, you know, this is, she's gone too far. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it just kind of blows me away that knowing the platform she has and the millions upon millions of children around the world who look up to her as a person, knowing she has that platform, this is how she chooses to use it, you know? It just seems like so much hate and so much, like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I know that 
you can't explain why this is wrong to these kind of people, but like, I don't know. What do you have? I don't get it. It's really confusing to me how they they, uh, they can be like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so blatantly like stemming from hatred, and it, I don't know. Well, it, I mean, if you talk to if you talk to herbs, um, you you mm-hmm. hear a theme in the background, and and it is trauma based, uh, and for J.K. Rowling, it's trauma based. Um, right, right, and. <laughs> There's, they have to make a clear delineation uh, between the sexes, right? Because um, people who are considered male are, and you know, they are people who cause trauma, and people who are considered female are considered to be more safe, right? And 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 so that's how, you know, it, it's a it's a coping mechanism. It's a um, it's creating safety, um, but it, it, it's not based on anything good. It's just uh, a reaction. It's reactionary. Yeah. Um, but the trauma is real. You know, the pain is real. And it's just expressed in a horrible way. Um, and defend, and they're, they're defending themselves in a, a way that very much harms others. I, I see where you're coming from, Melanie, but still... What gives her a pass? Oh, like, she shouldn't have one. And I don't sold think she's... How many how many millions of copies of this book, and can't can't educate herself? It it's just not really... about education. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not a logical thing. It's coming from. Um... I mean, it's a logical thing when you can say certain things that discredit. <laughs> no, but it's coming from a place of of of. Uh, a trauma and very often that's not something that you have your your brain kind of separates that from um your your logic systems so you come to believe certain things based on trauma that you've received and and it doesn't matter it's it's why do people love trump Uh, i'm not saying that's by from trauma but it's the same kind of thing you can tell them all day long that you know what he's saying isn't true trump bad trump bad trump you can you can lay it out for them they can admit to it and yet they're still going to follow their uh uh mm. and i don't want to say emotional because but it, it's it's a, a an emotion based uh reaction and has absolutely nothing to do with with any kind of logic or um, thinking so what would need to happen is is healing i think you know they they need to heal they need to have uh the ability to but they're hurting people and jk rowling was brought up um just last week right so after the um after the supreme court ruling uh, democrats tried to bring an equality act uh a vote in the senate right and there were two Republican senators who jumped in, and uh, one of them, uh, it's been described as they want you to, you want to ha- they want you to have empathy for people who want to discriminate. And I, I have empathy for the person who went through the trauma, 
but I've got no empathy toward their desire and need to discriminate. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the quote here. Oh, it's uh, James uh, uh, Lankford from Oklahoma uh, cited his uh, cited her in this. uh, We don't want anyone to be discriminated against anyone, but we do this in a way that accommodates everyone or we can do this in a way that accommodates everyone and that can actually work towards agreement. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, to say in the words of J.K. Rowling this past week where she wrote, all I'm asking, all I want is for similar empathy, similar understanding to be extended to the many millions of women whose sole crime is wanting their concerns to be heard without receiving threats or abuse. <laughs> and then he said, uh, let's work together to get equality. This bill does not do that in this form. So basically, they're asking for their views to be viewed as valid as trans lives. Um, no. and, and you can't. No. <laughs> no. Bad animal. Right. I'm sorry. That makes me mad. James. That sounds like uh, the Religious Freedoms Act or something. Well, like, why do people it, keep trying to legislate the the right to discriminate i'm getting tired of it it's been happening for a long time now yeah it's like we are victims because we're not allowed the right to discriminate right Mm -hmm. but also her argument about i mean the argument about i mean if she's trying to protect i don't if she has a history of you know abuse or trauma um and is trying to protect others from the same thing and then goes and backs up um, who was it, Johnny Depp, when he was under litigation for sexual sexual assault and, and abusing his wife, right, his ex-wife, and she was like, no, he's still going to be in my movie. I still like him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he did that. I, it doesn't add up to me, you know? Yeah. It doesn't add up. I didn't know about that, but that doesn't add up at all. It's I think like- times people use these platforms to excuse their uh, prejudice, or their transphobia, or whatever their phobia is. Yeah. And make themselves the victim, and it's very bizarre. But it sounds like she's sort of not really together, because there was a piece in there that talked about how she had all these kids send in drawings of her latest character and everything, and she accidentally pasted some anti-trans rhetoric to a nine-year-old child. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) That was pretty I, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a mistake, of course, but how do you make that mistake? Oh, well, yeah. what was the excuse they used? She's middle-aged. That's it. Well, I'm middle-aged, and I make mistakes all the time, and I apologize. Anyway, I mean, I call, you know, my son by the dog's name. I, you know, so, and sometimes I use the wrong pronoun with one of my sons. So I, it's very difficult, but I still think, like, I don't know. I think that that's hard to do, to write anti-trans rhetoric to a nine-year-old. Uh, it, it does, it defies logic. Um, <laughs> it does defy logic, but I, I don't know. Right. What if we just stop talking about her altogether? Everybody? That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, she's she's already got the celebrity and, you know. 
Well, I always liked Andy Warhol's idea. He always thought, like, if somebody was, you know, a convicted murderer or serial killer, they shouldn't get any press or their names mentioned ever again, and nobody would do it. So I kind of feel the same way with celebrity in general. Just shut up about them. Shun them. (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of like, it's that shaming thing. Yeah, the Amish shunning. Just turn around and... Well, and that's the that's the idea behind deplatforming, right? You know, you take you take away their ability to spread their crap. Okay, well, um, what is that called? Because uh, would you? And I've never heard of that. Deplatforming. Yeah. Uh, deplatforming. Uh, the, it, it happens in various different ways. I mean, there there are people that have tried to, uh, you know, you you try to deplatform white supremacist uh, okay. views. You try to. You you take away their ability to disseminate right uh, their hate, and you know whatever that looks like. So for her, it would be stop publishing her, stop yeah printing what she says. And then again, I mean, there always is that difficult thing that um, you know I disagree with what you say, but I fight for your right to say it. That but I, just bringing it up as devil's advocate, I don't really do that. You know, I mean. I don't know that any of us do, but I guess she. There's, I mean, if she was saying this about, you know, uh, um, Pacific Islanders, or she was saying it about uh, certain other groups of people, right? Um, We would all be up in arms. But again, uh, she's saying it about a a marginalized group who, for whom marginalization is still pretty much the the way it goes right healthcare is a primary thing you know the the recent um findings on the the three um employment uh cases in the supreme court opens up non-discrimination in other areas including healthcare but for now um the healthcare thing still stands well trans uh, people and LGBTQ people have not been protected for years, as we well know when we talk about it all the time. So thank you, Melanie. That was an excellent point. Because I, I think that you're right. I think if this was, if, if she was saying things against specific islanders, for instance, I think there'd be a lot more outrage and shock. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of, that shows you how much transphobia there is. <laughs> there's, there's a fair amount. Um, so, I mean, you know, people get canceled online all the time, but this one, I think, for a lot of people, was so, like, heartbreaking. Because every, like, so many people my age grew up on Harry Potter and, like... Uh, we're losing you. Oh. Can you hear me? Now we can. can. now, yeah. Okay. Uh, but so many people loved Harry Potter, you know? And so... <laughs> oh, your sound's gone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Maybe it's related to the sound thing. Yeah. You're Maybe being tapped into by the NSA. Right? Sorry. You and oh, your sorry. NSAs. Hey. Okay, Rowling is canceling you. <gasps> Probably. <laughs> well, so one of the positive things that has happened and definitely related to healthcare for trans folk uh, is there's a, a Denver-based startup, Plume. You guys read about that? Plume. Plume. 
uh, it's uh, just started up and it's a it's a online based healthcare and specifically aimed at trans folk. Um, they're going to have it. Uh, I guess it's going to cost about ninety nine dollars a month, but you know it's it's they don't have any doctors that cover um, you know surgeries and stuff, but they will help out with other aspects of transition and healthcare. Um, I, it doesn't say how that happens, uh, but apparently you you do the like face to face thing. And um, and they'll prescribe medications, uh, so yeah, that's promising. Again, uh, look for P L U M E plume, and Ooh. yeah, for a hundred dollars a month. I'm not sure what that gets you. If that's just the doctors, or if that gets you, uh, if that covers, you know, um, uh, prescriptions or. Uh, I can't. Obviously, I can't cover prescriptions. It's not. That's not enough money. Um, but they will have a prescription uh, delivery service uh, added on to that. So that's. It's a little startup. It's got venture capital, like three and a half million uh, in venture capital. So it shows that people are are trying to satisfy the need. You know. So that's fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool. Thing. Can... What was it called again? Plume. P-L-U-M-E. Now, it's available uh, uh, Colorado, California, New York, Florida, Texas, um, uh, North Carolina, Virginia, Oregon, Maine, and Massachusetts. And it's rolling out nationwide soon, I guess. So uh, We're not wow. there yet, but getting there. we're getting there. There's, there's something there. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's some good news. That's awesome. Now, you know, when doctors stop denying us health care, a uh, friend of mine, and I won't use her name on air for this right now because I don't have her permission, but she was just denied health care uh, from her doctor. Really? And it said it was because the code didn't match uh, the gender on, on record. So whatever the code for the healthcare was didn't match her gender. So she was being um, uh, denied coverage. And that can happen for things like um, trans women would still need prostate exams or um, trans men might need uh, gynecological services. Um, and, and you run into difficulties there. But that's, oh, it happens um, this happened with IU Health, specifically. What? Yeah. Wow. And I don't understand that. It's because their insurance has the wrong gender listed for them? No, their in- insurance has the right gender, but the services that were needed were outside of what they said were outside of, uh, were, were not uh, consistent with the gender that they have on record, right? So if she needed... Um, like I was saying, prostate care or something like that, um, they would deny it because, and I don't know that that's what it was. I'm not going into detail, but um, you know that they will deny things because of that. Um, 
and and fight you on it, frankly. Mm. So she she went through a similar thing a year ago. Um, what medical procedures even gendered in the first place? It's crazy. Well, I mean, you know, if you need to go in for a pap smear, right? Well, um, yeah. hey, Ireland, I couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear me. I couldn't. Could could you, Melanie? I I heard her or them, but um, the it's um, yeah, it's um, Tim Canny. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I can hear you now. I'm sorry. I just missed what you said. I want to make sure that it gets on there. We were talking. You were about talking about what what healthcare is even gendered. Oh yeah, I I just asked. You know why why are medical procedures even gendered in the first place? I understand. You know, medical the medical universe is extremely you know binary and and I I don't understand that. So well, and yeah. it, that's the part I don't get. Yeah, problem. well, it's just because it's heteropatriarchal, but yeah. And why is it any of their damn business? Just cover it. You know, the doctors say it's necessary. What kind of fraud are you preventing with yeah. that sort of ruling? Why would you fight someone on that? Like, why is it, you know, why can't you just do it? It's so dumb. Yeah. How, yeah, how is that even fraud? Like, you know, you have a body part that yeah. needs attention. Yeah. What does that have to do with your gender? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the whole problem with it. And... I don't know. I've been having Facebook arguments with people lately, and uh, that was one of the things I brought up about, you know, the, the crappy things that Trump has... One of the many crappy things that Trump has done. And it's just like... I don't know. The binary in the medical world is... I just don't get it. And those people should know better. Those people I'm... should know better, because they are doctors. Yeah. So they shouldn't act like... Shouldn't act like that. I don't understand. Well, I've, you know, I've, I've spoken with, because I've been in and out of the hospital a lot um, the past five years. Uh, this year, hopefully not so much. <laughs> but uh, when I speak to the, the nurses and the doctors there, they're still confused over intersex folk. They're still trying to get things right with trans folk. And um, I'm like, and non-binary just kind of screws them up totally uh, because they don't have the education. That isn't covered in their um, coursework. That's not really covered in their you know, practicals and stuff. It's, uh, I was told, oh, we run into people like you a lot. We just don't know how to um, – we don't know how to approach you. Usually from the front in a non-threatening way. I mean, you know, that's don't yeah. put. <laughs> it's not that complicated. It, so it's not part of the training at all. No, and even when they're in medical med school, it, like you get a day of here are uh, non-binary trans and intersex folk. That's it, and then move on. And nothing about healthcare needs. Nothing about this is what you're you're probably going to encounter. This is what. These are the challenges these people face. And so you know how to act. They don't get that uh, training. And I say, I said before, well, they should know. Yes, they should. But the fact is they still don't. They, they, they are um, lacking in education. Turns uh, out anyone can be a doctor. 
Yeah, well, uh, Ben Carson. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> my stepdad said it to me like this once. He said, uh, you know, you could be a doctor. It's just like being a mechanic. You just fix problems that you, you diagnose the problem and you fix it. Anyone can be a mechanic and anyone can be a doctor. And I was just like, wow, that, that makes sense. <laughs> and at the same time, it's utterly horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I get it. It takes a lot of education, but that again, as, as with in school, you don't get taught about LGBT uh, history. You hear people who are taking care of people and their medical needs and, and they just have no, uh, clue as to what a whole category of people need Mm -hmm. i would love to talk to someone in the medical field like on the show oh that'd be so cool there's somebody at iu health that i i've wanted to get in and he's supposed to actually be in charge of helping people understand diversity that's a great idea i'd love to have somebody on like that yeah let me let me walk into the hospital as opposed to uh, get wheeled in, and uh, and I'll try to get him on. <laughs> <laughs> that was not funny. <laughs> it's. I, I was with my brothers all weekend. Do you know how many times they made fun of me for not having toes? And they were like, "Ha you can't oh, wear flip flops." Like, yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> that is evil. So, uh, dark humor, right? Yeah, but. That's- but yeah, I mean, these people should know better. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully we can go forward in this country again at some point and not have to, to keep, you know, running back and, and trying to fix stuff um, like we are now with, with Trump's orders. Um, and the other thing was the new immigration orders. You've heard about those. Where they're they're dropping visas for um, students, even and people who uh, you know people who've been working here for a while, they're it's part of an immigration sweep and under the guise of you know COVID um, stuff. But mm. uh, one of the things that they're pushing for now is to eliminate uh, court hearings for trans people. Uh, but not just trans people, also abused women and um, civilians targeted by armed armed groups. So basically people who are trying to claim asylum uh, for fear of their lives. Um, and uh, that should just tell you what kind of human this is and that we just need to get rid of him um, by whatever means necessary. Let's start with the, the booth, um, voting booth. Uh, and work our way up to the guillotine. Um, that would be fabulous. I can't believe that I'm saying that. I always thought that I just love, you know, peace. Yeah, right? I don't know until I'm like... I'm very disturbed what this man has done, not just to his supporters, but to us. And I, am, and I apologize um, because you were speaking and I couldn't hear you, so... I kept talking. Oh, it's okay. No, okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with my mic, so. Yeah, it's just, it's cutting in and out. It's like, yeah. it's weird. It, it 
rises and falls. It's, uh, do you want the snowball, Mike? I can send it to you. Mm. You just plug no, it into no. your USB and... I'll figure it out. I'll try to figure something out by next week. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't want to cover that because it's more him. Sir Ian McKellen has a, a Pride in Aging program. I love that. Yes. Of course I would because I'm over 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is something we've been talking about in the LGBT community for decades, right? Yeah. Well, there is so much age discrimination in our community, as there is everywhere, but I think it is really profoundly terrible in our community because once you reach a certain age, that is quite young, I think, like 40, uh, you are pretty much invisible. Yeah. <laughs> or at least that's how I felt. But, well, you know, the truth is I am invisible because I'm not there. I don't go anywhere anymore. Well, <laughs> and, and that's... that's that's it. I mean, when the community is based on, on going out partying. Um, mm -hmm. It is based like, on, on youth things, and that's fine. I mean, most things are. But I do think um, what Sir Ian McKellen is doing is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, I do think that we need to remember that the community is diverse within itself. And there and, are many senior people in it. Many, 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 many. And we need to welcome them. And, and be part of lives. Exactly. Uh, it's there's there's a uh, aging caring network for um, LGBT folk in in Bloomington, and they have meetups and um, and they're back to meeting up and uh, uh, you know a restaurant where there's social distancing, but still uh, they're doing that. There's a newsletter. Uh, it's through Bloomington Pride. You can find it through their stuff. And we should have a person on from there again, too. Yeah. And I think we have in the past, but I think that that's a good thing to remember. Absolutely. We just need to have a whole bunch of people on. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the pride in aging thing uh, is, you know, they're having programs again, and I, I hate to, to keep um, drumming on it because, you know, it's my pet project, but uh, it, it's about getting people together. It's about creating space for people all LGBT people that's not just focused on partying. Um, you know, so the, the youth and, and our elders and everybody, um, families, you know, LGBT families, where do you go to do anything? Uh, if, if you want to be with like people. And so we need to create opportunities for, uh, folks, but especially our elders who, you know, we have, uh, generational affiliations, right? Um, we like to do the things that we like to do. And uh, we might not be into to, uh, driving dance music or whatever uh, at the moment. And we might want to participate in other activities. So that's what he's doing. And hopefully um, this spreads and uh and it's just in the uk now but hopefully it'll be uh coming over here and, and be a movement and it'd be great it, to be a part of that though yay great yeah. i love you mckellen i do too and have you seen that uh sitcom he has the british sitcom where well now i shouldn't be bringing up because i can't remember the names i was called vicious it is so good huh. 
No, I haven't it's seen that. It's Robin and Derek uh, Jacoby and their lovers. Oh. Elderly lovers that have been together for 50 years, and it's a really charming sitcom. I recommend it to anybody. Oh, that's lovely. I know. I wish that we had something like that in America, but I don't think anybody has the courage to make a, a show about, you know, two aging gay people. <laughs> but, well, I mean, but didn't it, like, La Caja Fall, like, wasn't that, like, you know, you had... Yeah, but that was a French film. That was, and but... Then, and then it came to America. Because yeah. um, we have to remake everything we can. Well, that's all we have. We can from somewhere else. Queer as Folk was, was from... The Office, even? The Office, yeah. No. Jeez. Come on, people. Somebody start writing something. Well, you know, you could do it. (laughs) Me? Yeah. I stumble over my own words. I can't do that. Um, But, no, I I think that, um, and there are plenty of talented folk out there who can can write that. not I said the fly. Why not? Why not you, Justin? Yeah, Justin. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why not me? I should do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. I just think Melanie, you have you're a more interesting personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all doomed then. <laughs> Bad. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, maybe it's Ireland. I mean, Ireland, you're out there in the big city, the big apple. Right? Making it big. Their hair's all, like, bleached. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're living the glamorous life. Yeah. Oh, that was a good song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I slide right back into being old again. Oh, uh, uh, guys. It's been so great to have Ireland back. You know? We can't hear you. But we see you. You're still a great host. You're the silent host from the days of silent radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're out of time again, folks. Thank you for for sharing it with us. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio and produced by Melanie Davis and Cade Young. Lucas Fisher is our engineer and our co-host. And we have Ireland Meacham, which is so good to see, from New York City. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Melanie Davis. And remember, if everything were straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Be well, stay safe, speak truth, manifest equity, Demand justice and good night from your blooming out family.